but pure consciousness itself is, is actually the essence of everything that's created. You could call it awareness, pure awareness. <coughs> you, you know, if it's like you are awareness, my way is saying you are consciousness. Because when, when I call it awareness, it's like people kind of imagine, well, I must be aware of something. It's aware of something. No, it's not actually. Pure consciousness is what it is. It's like consciousness itself. So that's like the soul. Or empty awareness. Sure, I, I'm, I don't use that term much. But, 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 but you're not using consciousness as, let's say, the consciousness is like when you're awake and the subconsciousness is when... No, not in that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Is yeah. it like your energy? It, or, because I was going to ask that exact same thing to define consciousness. Define consciousness. We're saying in the way that you use it in uh -huh. particular. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, it's the capacity of manifestation. To reflect itself to itself. Could you repeat that again? Consciousness is the. I'm just going to say it one more time before I lose it. Consciousness <laughs> is the, the capacity of manifestation to reflect its own creation, itself to itself. And the difference between that and the ego, the I, the whatever yeah okay so if we take the pure consciousness or pure awareness is is kind of the start of the thread post big bang right <laughs> so so the start of the thread of pure consciousness now the the in the evolution or the birthing of consciousness itself from the big bang the this the sense of, of, at the first movement, there is a sense of, of, it, of it being conscious of itself. Okay. Right? So then there's a movement and there's, it makes some awareness to be conscious of itself. After it becomes conscious, to its, conscious of itself, there is a sense of, well, something must exist. And the idea of existence is born. Now we've got the first freestanding concept that's independent to consciousness, right? So we've got existence. Because existence is possible, non-existence is also possible. So we start duality here. From existing and non-existing, consciousness then, it's like it has the ability to turn around and see itself, because I am conscious. Or I am existing. Something exists. Actually, it's something exists at that point. Something exists. And from something exists, the pure I, the absolute, the phenomenal absolute, okay, is, is born. Um, and from that pure I, if we marry that with existence, we've got I am. Now it starts getting thick. Mm. It's like you, you add whatever it is, butter and flour, and then you're going to end up with like, it's like, oh, it's completely different now. It was butter and flour, but it's completely different. 
So existence touches the pure I, and we end up with I am. I am. Now, now we've got being. Now we've got unity, the interconnected of everything. That isness thing. So we go deeper into that. And it's like it's, it's evolving or it's extending itself or rolling out. It's like it's rolling out, you know? And so from, from I am, it's like, oh, I am something. So we've got unity consciousness and the division from unity consciousness that splits. Hi, come on. When, when unity consciousness gets deeper into it, we're going to have diversity. It's going to split into diversity. And with diversity, it's what I am and you are. So, so, so the unity goes, and we've got me and you. Right? Now, there's a capacity for us to observe me, observe the me at play. You know, when you're back there and you don't think things personally and you're observing the me. You do that from your I am. Right? You're just, just, just watching your, yourself doing things. That's from the I am. So deeper than that is that I'm not watching me at all. I'm here. I'm full on. It's all about me. And I'm the center of my own movie. And so we've got drama and suffering and experiences personalized because I am concerned and obsessed with me and my self-image and my and my and my. And that's the ego. And that's the ego. That's the ego. The I. The sense of a personal I. That's the ego. So your consciousness, does it begin and end, or is it just always, and the I and the ego begin and end? Correct. Cons consciousness is, is the, the pure thread underpinning all of it. And what's happened in our evolution is that we, we've developed as a species, we've developed a capacity to create story. And we function through story. And this story, this story enables us to develop the ego, which is pretty solid by the age of seven. Because I'm separate, and there's mom, and there's my sibling, or whatever it is. And so, so the densest part is all about me, right? And me against the world, me for the world. That separation is running then. That's the densest part. Now, we've discovered that when enlightenment happens, it, you actually change your neurological <laughs> wiring. So, it, it, my, mm, mm, it's quite possible that, you know, I don't know if you've read in, in scriptures or in New Age stuff around this age of Aquarius or something, is it? or whatever they're saying. But it, also, it, there's the equivalent in, in ancient Indian scriptures that we're entering into a phase, it'll take another couple hundred years, but we're entering a phase of, of where the truth can be seen really easily. And I mean, people are popping up, they're popping all over the place. It's like mm -hmm. nuts, you know, mm -hmm. compared to 50 years ago. It's so accessible, it's fantastic. And so it's, it's almost like we're evolving out of that deep, deep entrenched wiring system, which is all about me, and everything is taken personally because, because I'm here. That, that mechanism of thinking is actually a set of neurological pathways. It's mm. a way that our brain works. These neurological pathways were set up like that during the formation of the ego for the first seven years, mm. give or take, but generally seven years. So that's the densest part. And the spiritual path is about changing that wiring so that, so that we see through the, the, the stupidity of taking things personally, of not observing ourselves and stepping back and 
seeing that we are more than what this body and this mind presents. And when you get glimpses into that, what happens neurologically is that you're firing something else. You see? So what we're doing is, is our process seems to be kind of to dive in, develop the ego, create this dense wiring in our brain, the physiological aspect of it, and come back out again and discover, but I'm not that, because there's something inherently not comfortable about believing I am this person. Something just, that couldn't be what it's about, you know? So, so spirituality is <laughs> about the process of coming out of all that you were wired to be and taught to be mm. to mm. try and discover what you really are. Yes. And some people never forgot what they really were. Yeah. And they're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of us just believed the, believed the story for years and years and years until it was like, this isn't good enough, or something shook. Some life, yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense, or some life-changing event happened, or something rattled and turned, turned the ship around, you know? Time to go home now, you're gone out far enough, time to come back. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's been the process that of going back home has been preserved by religion, religions and spirituality. And now it's just kind of infiltrating because of the era we're in, you know, this, this had to come, this mass spreading of the opportunity to wake up. Um, but waking up is just one step. It's just one step. But, but we've been, we've clumped together awakening and liberation. We've clumped them together because for so many centuries it was so darn difficult to get to the point of waking up that we couldn't even see beyond it. But there are loads of different stages of evolution of consciousness. And waking up is the first step. Actually, it's the first step. <coughs> it's the toughest. For sure, it's the toughest. Maybe in 100 years, it'll be the easiest. I don't know. But right now, yeah, it's just, it's just a milestone along the way, awakening. And awakening is solid when, when the old neurological pathways burn out completely. And with an fMRI scan, you can have this checked out to see if they're burnt out or not. They're actually developing an app. Um, the guy who's... Really? It's very exciting, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, there's another non-Jewish speaker, Gary Weber, who's, who, who basically gave his brain to, to Yale, because he was a, a professor at Yale. And he gave his brain to like a, a, a team of scientists, one guy in particular, and said, come on, come on, check what has happened after my 25 years of meditating and looking within and having gone through the academia and discovering... Oh God, you know, I'm yeah. going to just keep developing my intelligence. That's not enough at all. Spent 25 years in the spiritual path. And, uh, yeah, has had various fMRI scans where they really start to see that wh where, the, where the, the capacity to take things personally, to believe in separation, to believe you are your body and you are your mind, is, is, is literally when you are connecting with the world and processing information through a specific set of neurological pathways. When these get switched off and they, they kind of burn out in, in, with awakening, there are a whole other set of networks which enable it functioning, which enable all of it to happen. And as we get more refined, if Gary himself hits liberation, we'll see then what, what else burns out, you know? Because they're, it's really, it's, it's, it's the brain. Transformation is in the brain. But the thing is, okay, the app, sorry. The app, um, the, uh, the app they're developing is is a, uh, there's a, some, a, you know, it made sense when I heard it, but, and I never, you know, like, let me just try and find it again in my brain. Yes, apparently the app is able to sense 
um, if, if what mantra is working? What, what, what thought are you running that is bypassing the personal eye default mode network? So you can find out, like, is this mantra working? Is this affirmation working? Is my meditation working? Or am I, am I in my personal eye story when I run this idea? It's wide, huh? Mm. Oh, oh, fantastic. Fantastic. But the thing is, like, science is really, is really beginning to help us now. It's really coming along. But the thing is, you have to clear out your heart. Yes. You've got to, you've got to resolve, or else, you know, or else there will be karma, or there will, it's going to just knock on in some other way. There's got to be a purification. Yes. It's not just scientifically yeah. go in and burn out your default mode. <laughs> it's like, that's fine, you're yeah. going to be very dysfunctional, actually. You know, you'll be able to drive, you'll be able to communicate, but something will not be properly cooked. You know? So, so that's the flip side. Because you're going to have people saying, just, just, just fry me. Fry me. So um, what, what, they, what they are doing is, is taking people in off the street and, and putting them, wiring them up to, to where they can temporarily switch off the default mode mechanism, right? So they're switching this off and people are coming out and saying, oh my God, it's like being on, on what's the one that opens your heart chakra? Ecstasy. It's like taking ecstasy for like two minutes. For as long as they were wired up, it's like, it's like taking an LSD, a drug that really makes yeah. you wide open, you know? And, and that's, that's what it does. It just blasts you wide open, you know? Be, because, because where is the personal eye? The personal eye yeah. is rooted in me and my against you. Because you are personal for you, I imagine. If I am personal, then I imagine that you're a personal individual and you are separate and you have... And you imagine that everybody thinks like you do, but sure, of course, it's just all a movement of consciousness. Well, is it actually more going into the right brain, which is all spiritual, as opposed to the left brain? No, it's something no. else. It's something else, yeah. Yeah, it's something else. And that's, I think, why Jill Bolt Taylor. Yes. Did you come Jill Bolt Taylor's yes. work? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, because hers was yeah. temporary. <laughs> you know? She, she, she had the capacity to make a decision to, like, no, I have to go back to the world and yeah, tell them about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. She had this capacity. After awakening, you don't have that capacity. You don't. You're like, whatever moves through the form is life itself, consciousness right. itself, awareness itself moving through the form. And of course, you can discern yes or no, but actually, the, the flow is, is, is what's happening. And then you discover that even if you think you're making a decision, you're doing it retrospectively. Because oh. your mind is always after the natural movement of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Always. Always. You think you have free will? Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. But, you know, you, you have to see that rather than grab a concept. I know free will, therefore I can't. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Pretend you're free will until you see you don't have free will. <laughs> you know, it's better to be authentic about, about the steps rather than grabbing a spiritual concept. That's just a great way to log jam yourself. Well, Jill Bolte Taylor was, or Taylor Bolte, whatever, she was very <coughs> smart about it because coming back, mm. she, her mother, it's really quite beautiful, would treat her like a baby. Yes. Get in bed with her. Yes. So from the ground up, she rebuilt herself. Yes. So she wasn't filled with any of that trauma. Yes. If somebody came into the room with negativity, she would say, you cannot come in. Uh -huh. oh. She only wanted to expose herself. This is what I remember of her story. Uh -huh. And having remembering trauma before I was a year old, I yeah. appreciate. Yes, yes. Being held. I think it's really yeah. harder if you have trauma from a very early age. 
sure. in terms of the brain, but it's all sure. possible anyway. And your nervous system. Yes. Because your nervous system doesn't regulate. If, right. if you're not being held, and, and if, if you don't feel safe with right. whoever's holding, physically exactly. holding you, exactly. your nervous system can't regulate. It takes the first six months for it to regulate, for you to find the moment, momentum of, right. of that fluid. Unless you get a really yeah. good craniosacral therapist to, to hold you a couple of hours after birth. Magic. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have, you know, <laughs> most of us didn't, you know, there was right. no CST in those days. So, so your nervous system, isn't, if it's not held safely and right. you can't regulate, you're going to have anxiety and, and, and am I safe? It's not safe. It's not safe. Yeah. That's going to program into your nervous system. That's, that's a tough one to unravel. It is. I've, I've dealt with it because sure. I remember an unsafe, with my mother, sure. an unsafe experience. She kind of, uh, it happened because of the way she handled the situation. I sure. Was put in a, and I asked her and she said, yes, it did happen. Okay. But, yeah. you know, again, it's part of what I had yeah, to do. Yeah, of course. With. And it's just an experience yeah. along it, the way. You yeah, know, it's, exactly. just, it's just another exactly. experience. It hasn't been... Uh, I mean, it's been an obstacle, but it's surmountable. Absolutely. Everything yes. is surmountable. Exactly. Everything is. They're only yeah. experiences. You live through the experience. Of right. course, you're going to live through yes. the memory. Mm -hmm. The experience was a tough bit. Right. But when we make the memory so huge, and it's like, mm -hmm. it's only a memory we're dealing with now, you know? Right. You know, but that's what we do. How we make give the memory the sacredness. And it's like, you survived the experience. You're probably going to survive the memory. Even the way it's spelled, me more. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true, huh? So when yeah. your your I or ego or whatever tries to make its own choices against what the consciousness is doing, uh, is that when you get into turmoil and stress and Yes. So the key is to yes. try and Listen. be in tune with your consciousness. Yes. Yes, with that natural organic movement. Right. And sometimes it's like, I've no idea, I've no idea. You know, and sometimes you just have to sit and wait and wait for some movement to come. Mm. I remember playing a game in India, I'm sure those of you who've been listening to the Jack stuff know this one 20 times over. I keep drawing it up. There was a phase in, in India when I was, you know, hanging out, doing, doing whatever it is you don't do. Um, <laughs> you don't need to do. Um, I took a period of days of like, okay, I'm not going to do anything unless the movement comes from a place that's not my mind. Nothing at all. And I found I got out of bed. I eventually had a shower. I made some food. I used the bathroom. And I sat and sat and sat and sat. I used the bathroom again. I made some more food. I went to bed. And there were days like this. And one day I bought a newspaper. Just this movement came up, and I bought a newspaper. I never read it. I could even have been in Hindu. I don't. I have no idea what language it was in. And <laughs> bought a newspaper, took it home, left it there. Let's see what happened. Let's see. Nothing happened. It just got bought. It's like, what was that for? And it's like, yeah, your mind is looking for reason now. Your mind is trying to add in cause and effect. You bought it, therefore you needed it, therefore you're going to read it. Then it's like, oh my god. So, so a newspaper got bought without desire, without any pre pre an idea beforehand and it's actually being put to no use at all according to my logical mind which says you buy the newspaper to read it yeah. so it gave me an understanding that's just one example it gave me an understanding of like movement happens and actually i haven't a friggin clue i just make up my mind that i understand it because i want to have a reason that fits in comfortably so i can let the issue rest you know but but things happen and you know what 
my mind hasn't a freaking clue. And so at that point, what I learned with that exercise, specific one, about the newspaper part, was like, why should I even bother trying to judge, second guess the organic movement of life itself? I'm, I'm only just going to pick an, an, an idea that my conditioning says is a worthy cause for that effect. I'm just going to grab an idea, like, what? stop it, just stop it. So what it did was it really freed up the idea that, you know, things happen for no reason. My mind doesn't have the capacity to understand the movement of consciousness. What I am knows what it's doing. It's, it's created the whole frigging galaxy. It must know what it's at. You know, it must have some inherent intelligence. Of course it does. It's incredible. It's exquisite. Yes. We're only scratching the surface scientifically mm -hmm. of what creation is about. You see? So, so little games like that have shown me that, you know, shown the character jack. It does its own thing. It doesn't need to be logical or practical because my cultural conditioning will tell me what's logical and practical anyway. Forget it. Allow it to move. And you know what? Trust it. If I don't need to understand it, I don't need to question it. I don't therefore need to justify it. Okay. Let it have, let it, just get out of the way, Jack. Get out of the way. And what a relief that was. Do you know? Just to like, you know, I can trust this. I'm not driving my own ship. That was my stupid idea. Imagining that I could understand everything so I was steering my own ship. I'm in the frigging back seat all the time. Imagining that I'm on this like kiddie plastic steering wheel as if I'm steering, you know? And, and of course I'm not, you know? Of course I'm not. So analyzing and overanalyzing things doesn't do you any good. Not at all. It's a waste of time. It's entertainment. I wait a long time. Sure. <laughs> look, look, we all do. We all do. And you'll find situations where you do that, but you will recognize that consciousness is adding to its own intelligence by analyzing something. And it won't analyze everything. It'll analyze like minuscule amount of events that happen in life. And you'll say, God, consciousness is analyzing this. Wow. You know? You'll be able to tell the difference. But you'll have to surrender the entertainment value of analyzing, first of all to feel when it arises without you running ahead with the compulsion. You see? So you can't get it wrong. I mean, how can you get it wrong? These are all just friggin' ideas we have, huh? They're all just ideas. There's no getting it wrong, getting it right, good, bad, it's like, it's like, so, so we've got the movement of pure consciousness, right? And we, we hit up existence, and then something exists, and therefore with the thing we have I am, beingness, unity, and from there, bump, more dense into diversity and separation, and I am, and you are. Okay, now we've got separation, and then I am the body, bingo, off we go. My story, down into the densest part, where suffering happens at the dead end. Because of desire. Desire is the thickest part of it, of all. Thickest, thickest of all desire. So it's like it's a trajectory. So when you're, when, you know, you've probably often heard on spirituality, in spiritual terms, it's like, observe it, step back, step back from the situation. You get a wider view. And it's like that. You're stepping back and your perspective gets wider and wider and wider, broader. And it's really that something, that which, which looks out through your body mind is in some way 
dropping its limited thinking to I, me, my, and I'm confined in this body, dropping all the limitations of any conditioning we've had about unity consciousness, about whatever we've learned along the way, and letting it get wider and wider and wider and wider and wider. And that's pure consciousness, that there's no filter anywhere, pulling it in, restricting it, diluting it, no filter anywhere. And it, it, it functions like a lens, you know, the, the, the conditioning, the personal eye, it's like it's a lens coming in, distorting. And then you're viewing through your lens of me and my story and my self-image and my attachment to what I want to happen and my mood and my diet and my whatever's going on, you know, my story. It's a lens, the personal eye lens. So if we drop the personal eye, the next one back is the impersonal eye. That's a lens too. But it's a darn sight better than the personal life, yeah. where it's all about me. At least you're observing. There's something to be able to, there's some bit of breathing space, breathing space, you know? And then back from the, from the observer to the, I kind of differentiate observer and the I am. It's actually the same thing, but it's a big, it's a big, it's a big set of neurological pathways. So by stressing that the I am is, um, almost a stage in itself, what the I am will allow you to see is that the interconnectedness of everything. Mm. That being is what's happening, not doing. Doing is, is, is in there. I am doing. In the being zone, doing happens. But in that place, you can say, I'm not the doer. There is no doer. Do you see? Mm. You know, you hear that, the non-doer. Mm -hmm. You hear that in spiritual stuff. Mm. Okay, so, but it's still too much because there's somebody who's being a non-doer. Duality is still playing. You see, we've still got the two. So we come back from, from I am, and we've got, because we've got something that exists, and we've got the present moment, and we've got all this stuff going on about am, am, isness, being, present moment, all of that stuff is in the beingness, no? unity consciousness. The yoga will bring you to that point, you know? And so prior to that, if we step back from, from I am, we're dropping the verb am, to just pure I. So that's the I, one without a second. Mm -hmm. Just one where there isn't two. Because <laughs> if I say there's one glass here, well, there's two. There's me saying there's one glass. You see? So it's like the one without an observer of the one. That's when you get rid of the M. There's just that. So we call that the absolute. Now we step back from there. Now we go into... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back from, from oh, where are we? Uh, the I, the pure I. Okay, and this is the absolute. So this I, this absolute, Advaita Vedanta, the theory of non-duality will take you to here. And why I call this work non-dual, it's actually, non-dual is the starting ground. That's where you have to start yeah. to get to the non-dual level. Non-dual, and that will get you to awakening. And that's like the who am I. That, that, that's all non-dual, that's fine, that gets you to that I without the M. Now, prior to that, what the next layer you come up against is that empty awareness. Um, Buddhism, they call it the void. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a perspective that's further back from the, that pure I. It's further back. So we've got that void emptiness. But it's not the absence of something. It's not absence at all. There's nothing missing in emptiness. 
it's just the language we have is dualistic, so every word I'm going to use will have an opposite, even though we're gone beyond opposites, because, because duality does the opposite. <coughs> Non-dual is the, is the opposite of dual, so the framework of duality is still there for non-duality. Mm. You see? All right. Now, okay, so void. Empty awareness. Empty, empty, empty. Where nothing is missing. Mm. We have pure, pure consciousness. Mm. Pure, exquisite consciousness. Prior to the concept of consciousness, lands you prior to the capacity for the birth of any concept. Yeah. Wow. Right? That's a long way back. Yeah. Stay with it. <laughs> okay. So we've gone through empty awareness. Pure consciousness, where pure consciousness is petering out, getting thinner, like rarefied, rarefied. The concept-making machine, mechanism, concept mechanism that can even label consciousness, like consciousness labeling itself, dies. Wow. Wow. Now we're pointing prior to consciousness itself. Prior to consciousness has neither being nor non-being in its essence. Being or not being. That, that whole is, not is. No, none of that is anywhere near prior to consciousness. Prior to consciousness, the best term I found is that is none. None. We can say being, but it's, there's none. There's, there's yeah. neither. There isn't absence that's gone, and there mm -hmm. isn't the split into something that can have an opposite. So we're looking at none. The Tibetan Buddhists call it non-being. It's very far back, huh? Mm. So non-being or just none. None or non-being, for the want of a better, you know, pardon the use of stupid language, but it's the best I can come up with. When non-being shows itself to actually be that which underpins all of it, that rolls out from there. So, so it's not that, it's not that this plastic glass is or is not. Its essence is non-being. You'll either see this or you won't. If you don't see it, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's neither is nor is not. Existence or non-existence doesn't apply to it. Because it doesn't start 
from the place of here are options, it is and it isn't. If you just go to the non-dual and wake up and simply stop there, it'll either be or it won't be. It is and it is not at the same time. And we use this language. You know you'd read this in the non-dual stuff. You, you know it is and it is not at the same time. So the glass is and it is not. And someplace, yeah, it's an appearance. And we play like this. Prior to consciousness, non-being is its essence, is the essence of all of it. There is not even... It's way too much hypnosis to say something either exists or doesn't exist. It's way too much hypnosis. It's like you can't stretch there from, from the essence of non-being into the world. It's, too, it's too, too much of a leap. It's like madness. Because non-being is penetrating everything. And all the rest of it is just labels. <laughs> Implausible labels stuck on top. So the prior to consciousness thing, it's getting to be a little bit controversial in the non-dual sector. Because, um, uh, yeah, it is a little bit. But, you know, because it's like, how you can't be conscious of something that's prior to conscious like it's like, no, you can't be conscious of prior to consciousness, but we have a capacity. We have a capacity. See, if I put a verb on it now, it will say the wrong thing too, won't it? There's a deep recognition in there is a resonance, yeah. We can say a resonance. Of, yeah. It's, it's more like an, an oscillating on, from the echo of a frequency. It's, it's a resonance of, of, of even prior to consciousness. And the, the only way I could explain it for a long time was like, it's like there's a hole in the back of my head. It feels like, I was chatting to somebody yesterday who said, you know what, that hole in the back of my head, that, that makes sense. In some way, I, kinda, I get a feeling of what you're talking about. It does have that sense of being up and back, and it's like, it's like there's a tunnel to outside of all of it. Yeah. Do you think that's why we're here, we're not here, we're here, we're not here, we're, we're flickering? Like everything's like flickers, you know, nothing is, is, is stable? Yeah, nothing is stable at all. That it... It oscillates. At a certain point in perception, it shows itself to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just it's just on up, on up, on up, on, and we join. Because I'm hearing you say that thing, the consciousness did not evolve. It's just layered. Yeah. So so the, the yeah it the, rolls out, but yes. it's not. And the the, 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 yeah, yeah. the start is still there. Yeah. The so, start is still there. So yeah. it's like we we go back and forth between. Perception does. Okay. You don't move. <coughs> Do you know? You actually don't move unless you believe. Well, we're not here. I mean, but... Yeah. So what is it that, that comes in and out? Yeah, 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 yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. You've got to figure out, what is it? Is, is it me that feels I'm going in? What is it? Yeah. 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 It's perception. Yeah. And, and the body-mind allows a localized perception. You know? It, if I turn this way, I see out the window. If I turn this way, I see a wall. There's a localized perception from within its own creation, its own matrix. There's a localized perception possible through the body. How fantastic is that? You know, it's wild, like, yeah. And of course, that breaks down, and you know it's held together by linear time, because at a certain point, time breaks down, space breaks down, you go way, way back, you know? That pulsation or oscillation is called spanda in Kashmir Shavism. That's this is it? Yeah, infinitesimal left. Yeah. Leaping forward, it's just and linear time joins it together. Right. Yeah, and we exactly. think there's a, a past and future and a need that goes along that linear time. Right, right, right. 
It's such a lie. I mean, when it's facts to unpack, it's like, how the heck was it ever believed? How is it believed by anybody? It's so, it's such a house of cards, you know? Mm-hmm. How is it believed at all? But when you're in the middle of it, it doesn't feel like that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's running then, isn't it? Yeah. You're in there. It's running. But when you talk about it, you can feel it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. There's a resonance, yeah. 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 Remember. It feels like truth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's your best monitor. It's like, is this? Does this feel like garbage? She's talking about, or is there something in it? And you, you, you go yourself. You find out for yourself. You know. You know. Mm. Anything else on this point before we get into Q and A? I have a real elementary question. Yeah. Do you think that that could be called God? You can call it God at any level. You can call it all of it God. God can appear anywhere. Because it's kind of all God, you know? Non-being, you can call that God, but then you're putting a label on something that's kind of, kind of belongs in the subject-object realm. Yes. Me and God, yes. or, or God is everything. We can bring God to the unity level, the I am. And then God is all of it. Sure, I mean, if you need to bring God there, I'd question, you know, is it all right to drop God, or what is God anyway? Does it have to be more than what you are? If God needs to be more than what you are, then you don't know what you are. Yeah. Is there any tips? Tips of staying in awareness. Well, it kind of. Do you want to come up? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Because this might this might go someplace else. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. So tell me about you staying in awareness. Like. Well, I've come to awareness a few times, and I find it wonderful. But is the eye still there, finding it wonderful? Uh, What's maybe. awareness? Uh, it's hard to tell, actually. It's, I'm in, I just, everything is kind of one. It's okay. beautiful. Yeah. I feel calm, and I don't know if it's I who feels calm. All of a sudden, there's, there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing. Okay. Like, it's everything. All right. So. Okay. And I can stay there. Well, in the first time it ever happened, I stayed in that for maybe a couple of hours. Uh-huh. And let's see, months went by, maybe five minutes. Yes. <laughs> and now it's like 10 seconds <laughs> every three months. Maybe. Okay. So I'm trying to get back. But you were given a nice carrot, weren't you, to keep you going? Yes. It's <laughs> a carrot. Yeah, it's a good card. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what the mind does is it wants to grab it. So a mind will create a desire, a new desire, that it wants to feel that. But the thing is, the only reason that it was so ex- exquisite is that the eye wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So the eye has now manufactured a memory about it with the That's best right. of what it can pick up. 
it's manufactured a memory and it's now on its own little loop. It wants to go back. But in it, when it's, yeah, it wants to go back, but it wasn't there. That's right. It, oh, yeah. It wasn't there, you see? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's taken what it can to formulate material for a new desire and you've bought it. <laughs> That's right. Aha, you see? Okay, so the more you desire that awareness, the further away it's going to be. Because it'll keep the eye, it'll keep the eye, now you see, because it'll keep the eye alive, wanting it, no? Of course, yes, I'm sure as long as the eye is there, it's not there, because you're blocking over the depth of that awareness, no? Mm -hmm. that perspective, you've got this filter lens in, I want this. Uh -huh. So, yes. so I should just not want awareness and I'll... Have awareness. <laughs> yes, you see, you see, that's that's just turning the desire just around. Turning around. Yeah. You know, because that's like if I drop the desire, then I get the rewards of the desire. It's like if you drop the desire, you actually don't care if awareness ever again comes to you. That's right. If it's genuinely yeah. dropped, then you will have no attachment to getting it or not getting it again. The you can't get it anyway. That's right. It can't get it. So it would be a good idea to tell mind. You know what? You're never going to get it. You can't. It's beyond your, 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 your uh, parameter. It can't. Mine can't get it. It's, it's outside of its boundary. All right. You see? So, so if it's actually very useful to tell mind, you were just switched off, and now you're trying to make something out of this. And you'll be switched off again, and that's all right. But you will never get to experience that. Accept it. Very good to tell mind that it can't go someplace. All right, so I will do that. Yeah. It, I'll have to tell the mind off. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Give, yeah, give the mind the understanding. And that way, if it has the understanding, it drops the desire. Okay. But without understanding, of course, it's going to keep. It's like, Mammy, why can't I have those sweets? You know, it's like the bad for your teeth. Mammy, why can't I have those sweet sweets? But if it totally understood, dentist equals candy. I mean, okay? If there was understanding, it's like, oh, okay. You know, so so with the understanding, the desire will lessen. So you've got to help the mind to understand. It's like consciousness is teaching another part of consciousness about how it works. Okay. You see. So the desire for it has to be totally dropped. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Sure. And you can. I mean, the personal eye. The most valuable thing to do is to see when is there a sense of me active? When is there, oh, this is just me in my show, there's no sense of observing or anything outside of that at all. I, I'm fully here, fully here. And not, you could might say connected, do you know? For some it's like it's a sense of being connected to something else. When you are fully here, what has made you believe you're fully here? What was the event, the incident, what was it? If you can find those triggers that turn on the personal line, it might be, you know what? I wake up in the morning and that's it. And then I'm there. You've got to figure out what turns on the personal line. Okay. Much easier to stop turning it on rather than turn it off. Okay. That makes really? sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sure. Much. Sure, sure. It's a good question. You talk, 
can see why people struggle with this. You almost walk right into it without realizing it's there until you're there. But you're not there anyway. Um, Neither are you, you just think yeah, you're I know. Neither are you. Um, okay, you talk about awareness here. And you talk about beyond consciousness here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where? How? Wh how does that? The linkage between. How does that? The middle of the yeah, the physical sensation. How does that work? Okay. <clears throat> okay. The embodiment. Right. Of awakening or liberation or whatever is seen, integrating it, embodiment is what will bring it down into the mm -hmm. torso. Got that. The rewiring that happens, which makes seeing the truth permanently, is a head gig. It's up in the brain. I got that. So the two of them are happening, right? There's an integration mm -hmm. pulling within. Within. That's the here. integration. Mm -hmm. But the transformation has to happen neurologically. So you would say that this happens first and then this you know, happens? Everybody is a little is bit different. different. They're a little bit different. Like somebody who gets a huge wallop. Like who's the guy who was doing a maths exam at the age of 12 or something? Who wrote that beautiful book? The oh. genius. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, something from the heart. Oh, oh yes. God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, an older guy. Maybe he's passed on now. Is he? I can't remember. Oh, he, but he wrote something at age 12? No, no. He was doing a maths test at the age 12. And oh, bingo. oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, Robert Adams. Thank you. Mm, exactly. You Robert yes. Adams. And, and, and everything went boom. Absolutely, yeah. just in one go, yeah, 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 in yeah, one yeah. go. Yeah. So in somebody like that, the neurological wiring happened first. Ramana Maharshi, right. like neurological wiring blows first, up, yeah. okay. you know? And then invariably it takes a long time for understanding to come, for the rewiring to organize itself and to actually be able to communicate. Ramana Maharshi had a few years before he could even talk, talk, talk you know? So... I suppose I'd be kind of, the, the Jack approach is like to, to kind of accommodate, you know, this is going to happen, but be sure that there's embodiment going on. So rather than like, should I be embodying it at this, I tend to use both pointers. Doesn't like saying, matter, you're going to get there. You're or going to get there. and just There to, will happen. Exactly. Sometimes we go in and sometimes we go back. So, so that there's integration as we go, so that you can still drive home in the evening and, you know, manage in the world. Because... This, we don't have monasteries, we don't have safe places anymore, you know, to like hang out and melt and have a meltdown for a few years. We don't have it, you know. So, so they happen at different times for people. Better to integrate as you go, to go into the gut as you go. If you're going prior to the non-jewel, that's a head gig. But the non-jewel needs to be integrated first. Okay. The unity consciousness and prior to that, of where the truth is seen and you know this isn't real. That's got to be integrated. Then we're talking up and back. So once you've, like I get this, uh -huh. got it, see it, feel it. Yes. It's there. Um, yes. And, and I call it there. I mean, it's just there. Yes. Um, and are there... I'm in the process of integrating all of this. Yes. What would you recommend to you just let it happen? Or are there, are there things you can study to kind of um, 
assist you in that path? It tends, path? Mm-hmm. It tends to roll out uh, with its own momentum the, 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 from okay. the absolute to prior to consciousness. It tends to roll out if there are no situations of where the Ava character is being believed. Is she ever being believed? You don't I, know? I, I, I mean, it's just there. I mean, it's, she's doing her whatever. Okay. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I've let go of most of all that. Okay. I mean, even physically as well as, you know, the emotional buy-in, I've completely, like, kind of... Okay. Um, I don't say de- detached, but okay. I, the, I work on that. I mean, yes, there's always right. attachment. Some you have to be okay. and, you know, operate. Okay. But, um, it's that that, um, it's mostly that's what I'm after. Yes, yes. It's the times when, 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 yeah, when, there's, when there's some attachment. There's some attachment right. or there's desire running or there's an emotional reaction or if there are still those areas, we don't have the stretchability, the bandwidth to go back. To go back. There's got to be total closure around desire. I, I like to call it desire because right. desire is the densest of all. Right, and it's... The if there's, if there's right. I want and I don't want, because I want, aversion is the same as desire. You know, it's just right. the flip side of it. I want that and I don't want that. If, that, if this motivates you and takes up any headspace at all, if there's not fluidity around everything, then you hmm. won't have enough stretchability to, to go back. from the non-dual back. You won't. Okay. And that's what they call is like the depth of an awakening. Do you know? It's like how deep is the awakening? It's like, well, how clean are you, really? How, how, mm. When was the last desire? Yeah. When was the last desire? And it takes brutal self-honesty to unpack that because it gets right. kind of mucky when you're down to the finer details. Yeah, well, it does. Because yeah. there's, you've spent a lifetime in... In, in creating, I mean, almost creating yeah, that. Of course. And um, so you let it go in layers. Yes. And uh, there's, uh, yeah, there's still, I mean, there, there still are layers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, that's the thing. Because, because you, you can't make the prior to consciousness thing happen like you can work on observing or you can work on whatever. Right. You know, Right. The last time we talked about stretching the, the this to all the time, yeah, and I've that has great that has happened, and great. now great. I yeah, but great. yeah, what else is not is sticky? Is yeah. this sticky anywhere? And it's funny because like in the Jack story, like there was years, like maybe three years or something of like. No nighttime dreams, no daydreaming. I mean, nothing going on unless there was an interaction with another person. Like, total silence. Total nothing. And I, it took me years for people to... It took me a few years for, for me to recognize, oh my God, people think all the time. What's that like? Hold on now. I'd forgotten. I, I, it was wiped so cleanly. I'd forgotten, you know? What, that, that thoughts run all the time. It's like, all the time? What's time again? Hold on now. Trying to piece it together. So, and that's why I don't advocate the extreme. It's like, jeepers, there's no need to do that, you know? Right. So, um, oh, where was I going with that? Hold on a minute. Um, you were... Th- 
Um, All of a sudden, oh, you yeah. realize there were thoughts. For, yeah, exactly. So from that, a, a, a reintegration in life started. You know, like three years ago, it was like, I would never get married. How could I possibly have a contract with somebody? How could I get in a relationship? I couldn't, could not see it. There was no way that the lens, the lenses that were required for being in, in life, they, they just weren't there. But eventually, they slid in again. They just... They get picked up, they get dropped. They get picked up, they get dropped. And they're not sticky. There's no identification. But I had to wait for it. Or the waiting happened. Because it was like, it is how it is. What can I do? You know, it is how it is. Can't do lots of things that I used to be able to do out in the world. But that's fine. It's just how it is. But I only recognize it when I see how other people function. Because you, you, you don't have the comparative thing, comparative thing. You're not looking at how other people do things. You don't. It has to hit you in the face. So you can see how it is. So what happens now is, is that as, as integration in life, getting back into life and, and uh, I suppose em embracing when a, when a dualistic lens is picked up in order to be able to communicate with somebody. It's like, well, there is no difference between what I am and, and what, what Eva is. So, so how can there even be communication between me and you? What is there to say? So that phase was like, there for a long time. Why, why would we even talk? Joanne, what you are, what, what do we got to talk about it? Could not work it out. I mean, that's kind of dysfunctional, you know? I, I, but, no, not really. Yeah, well, but I mean, in the world I, it is. In, in the world, in, in quote the world. Yeah. It is, but then there's all this other. This other. Well, there's, yeah, there's all this other connection sure. stuff going Sure, on. but it's still movie material. Right. It's all movie material. Right. All of it is movie material. All of it. Pure consciousness is movie material. Okay. It's still in the movie. Okay. You see? Yes. So what happens now is that it's funny to see, it's like, wow, there's, there's a, the Jack character notices how it moves. Because that's, that's all I can do, is just notice how it moves. And like... <laughs> Some day last week, I'm in the middle of having some big dental thing done. And one day last week, we were at a <coughs> chanting event up in Jacksonville. There was a toothache that was from my forehead to my glands and my ear. And it was screaming off the Richter scale. So much so my whole body was shaking. And I was like, wow, okay, this is serious pain. Great. Okay. All right. What are we going to do about this? I could just shout out. Has anybody got Advil? All right. What are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? Okay, let's see, let's see. It's like, rate this from 1 to 10. 10. <laughs> okay, and I have a good tolerance for pain because I, 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 you know, I spent years like, it's just the body, so, uh, you know, you get used to feeling pain and not registering pain. Yeah. And so at this event, it was like, all right, okay, so everybody's chanting, and I couldn't even move my mouth. It was just so arresting, and, and my nervous system was shaking because it was just so bad. Right. It was like, <clears throat> ha! Great opportunity. Okay. Is there a desire to get rid of it? Is there a desire to get rid of it? Is there a desire? Come on, Jack, come on. No. Couldn't find one. So that kind of auditing still happens. And I'd welcome it if I found something. I'd welcome it. And every now and then I find something. But it's like it's, like it's a, a memory or something from childhood. Or it's a little, ah, a little burst of something. A little pop. It's like a bubble bursting. Bubble coming to the top, you know. Pop, pop. It's like that. Mm -hmm. But all of those bubbles need to get popped too. I get it. You see? Yeah. It's it's that little <sighs> bit of desire to and every all of those are opportunities. Every single to thing. 
The vigilance continues. The vigilance continues. It has to continue because that's what consciousness does. It refines its perspective. It pulls back. It, pulls, it cleans it of its act. And it's like that's that's the, the the underpinning momentum around the human desire to improve ourselves. You know, you know, you know. We have that thing about trying to be a better person. You just have it. No, it's it's just part of of this work. You, you just try to be a better person. You know. And, and that kind of cleanup, it, it's not so much trying to be a better person because you're not the person, so that makes no sense. But there's a refinement of, of how, consciousness, uh, how consciousness moves through the form. And is there anywhere any kind of filter that distorts the exquisite, pure consciousness mm. at play? Do you see? Mm -hmm. So anywhere where there is a distortion, anywhere... That's where the looking starts hotting up. And that becomes the opportunity. Yeah. And, and it actually happens automatically. It's like all I can do is say allow it. Allow it. Because it cranked up automatically for this Jack character. It's, gotcha. it's just like, oh, look, wow, it's cranking up automatically. Great. Okay. And it's still, it's still cranking up, you know. There's just a vigilance that's kicked in again, you know. Let's see if there's something here. Let's see if there's something here, you know. Thank you. Sure. Okay. I just heard something last night in, in our meditation, and someone said that it's the vigilance at the portal of the thought. The vigilance, vigilance at, the, at the portal of the thought. <clears throat> huh. Yeah, you, you could do that. Um, yeah, it might, if it works for you, it works for you. Great. No, I just heard it. All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, if you can, it's, it's another approach. That's watching before the next thought arises. Yeah. See where the next thought comes from. A similar vein, isn't it? Of what you're saying. Am I right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. The vigilance, the vigilance, um, it's wise to develop the vigilance before awakening. If the vigilance isn't there before awakening, the vigilance, there is no reason to develop it afterwards. It's like it has to be a habit. Mm. It has to be a habit that's cultivated prior to awakening. Because afterwards, it's darn difficult to develop habits. You can learn things, you can learn the piano, you can learn a new language, you can learn things like that. But like vigilance or wanting to... You don't kind of get interested in too much, you know? You don't get motivated by too much. Because, because you know it's, it, it's just rolling as it must. It, 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 things are just happening. There's, Nobody there to judge it or see it could be better or worse or I'd like it like this. And so without all of that playing, sure, what would there be vigilance and vigilance for? Because, because it's just rolling the way it's rolling. So if the vigilance isn't there, what will germinate is, um, uh, oh, what you call that? What? It's a word that begins with, uh, um, uh, uh, mm, mm. oh, God. The opposite of humility. Oh, arrogance. arrogance. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> and arrogance will develop, you know? So is awakening just a constant recognition of uh, that you're not this 
person. Yeah, it's knowing that this is not real. This Absolutely not real. Okay. knowing that it, you cannot be convinced that this is real right. or that you are real. I mean, it's you, no? Right, right. You're, if you see that you are not real, completely and totally implausible, mm -hmm. you see automatically mm -hmm. that the world isn't real. It, the relief. sequence is important. Yeah. There's a relief, and then the relief goes because yeah. it's like, sure, that's just how it always was. That's all. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was just duped for a while. I was duped for a while. Yeah. So, do you think that you know you probably won't come back since you've already realized that? I don't care if I come back or not. Yeah. I'm I'm here all the time. I'm not. The body will die. Yeah. But, but I'm pure consciousness. So of course I'm going to be playing my own game as pure consciousness. The Jack character, when she dies, yeah, sure, she, that's the end of the Jack character. Um, but I can't go anywhere, because what I am is not here. What I re me as pure consciousness will stay here, and, and what I really am isn't here at all. Mm. Yeah. So this body dying is like getting my hair cut. Yeah. Something falling off, because it's of no use anymore. And that's the end of it. But they talk about the flood, you know, keep coming back. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, sure, there is a tradition that says once the eye has burnt out, there's nothing unresolved that need, you need to come back for. Right. Sure. But I don't care if it's true or not. You know? Doesn't you're make not, any you're difference. not involved in causality in any way. No. Yeah, you're not no. involved in causality. No. I, I can't see what would come back, what would be left incarnate, but I'm not going to be so, you know, cheeky as to say, I couldn't come back. It's like, hmm, really? I mean, yeah. consciousness has, has played some <laughs> fine games along the way. Yeah. It's like, yeah. is Jack character ink on a second guess consciousness? Not anymore. Got burned too many times. That's <laughs> 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 true. It's true. Yeah. Yes, Lily. Well, speaking of death, we were, we were talking about that last night, and I had always, in a way, I'm not suicidal, looked forward to death because I thought that the full awakening would just occur yeah. at that point. Yeah. And it seems yeah. that it doesn't. Not at all. And it's an opportunity, you know? You might get a good shift, like, when you die. Yeah? But it seems that the character still uh, exists. If people are talking to dead people, if people are talking to personalities. It does look like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Because people, like, I've had conversations with Ramana Maharshi. Yeah. You know? How's he doing? Well, I don't know, and I haven't seen him in a few years, but, you know. <laughs> All that stopped. Because of course, like, if there's no time, it's me. then it's yes. Now. Yes, you see, it could be the time, right. linear time breaking up. Right. There's so many different things it could be that... Well, you said who you are is not really here, but what's it's not what's here at not, all. But what's not here at all is also penetrating everything. It, that's how we recognize it. Yes it's and that, no. It's that resonance. It's that something ineffable. Okay, and then and then you can go prior to that. Right. Okay. Because prior to that, this doesn't exist at all. This isn't here at all. It can't be. Because it's none. It's none. It can neither exist nor not exist. Mm. And that's the true seeing of the reality mm. of mm. all of it. It can neither exist nor non-exist. There are too many layers mm. required in order for existence and non-existence to happen. It's too mm. deep in. Right. You see? Hi.
name is Robin. Hi, Robin. It's nice to meet you. And you. Um, you talked about all the way back and all the way deep, and uh -huh. then how we... Okay. So if you are in a particular place, if one is at the watcher uh -huh. state, that feels... Okay. What is it, the watcher state? Right now. Watchers. Watcher, the yeah. observer. Yeah. Okay. There's also, um, so that's occurring right now. Okay. For Within the Robin character. Correct. Yeah. There's also times of, a forgetfulness that the words are difficult. Sure. The only thing I can, I'll give you an example maybe would help. Sure. So I'm out with the camera and there's photography by instinct. There's not a thinking mm -hmm. or there's not a robin in an object yeah okay yeah so the question comes from there how is the next step taken back because this feels like it's been a plateau for a very long time huh huh okay so what's prior to to, okay, so subject object disappears. What's prior to that? Just just step back right now and and and, and let talking come from there. <clears throat> An energy. Okay. There's not a word. All right. Yeah, there isn't a word, but we kind of got to use them. But yes. Is there movement in the energy? Almost definitely. Okay. Um, there's a physical rising up feeling, um, but there's no sense of time. Yeah. So, uh, sometimes it could be um, a minute or an hour, but I wouldn't know that unless I pulled out the phone. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Is there an emotion attached to the energy? No. Okay. Does it have a suction or a push? It feels more like a rising than an in and out. Okay. Is it going circular or straight up or in another shape? Spiral. Okay. Okay. Hmm. 
Have you had a Kundalini awakening? Mm. Have you ever had that experience? I wouldn't know what that is. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, a Kundalini awakening. I don't know if it happens to everybody because I'm reluctant to say there's a this is the checklist because there invariably isn't a checklist. There's as many different frigging spiritual paths as there are people. So, but for many, um, a physiological energy rises up the spine and blasts open the chakras. Yes. Aha. Yes. All right. You've had a friend who's you've got a friend who's, who's had it. Still You still get them. Yes. We, so yes, I didn't know that that's what it was called. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. Okay. If there's a spiral energy, it's quite likely it's a version of of Kundalini energy. All right. Run it around your spine. Mm. Run it around your spine. Bring it up. I know you'll be playing with it, but direct the energy. Because because what you've hit is something to be cleared. Because. You could have said something else and it's like, yeah, okay, that's the state prior to it. But you would have fallen into that yourself anyway, naturally. If you're at this and you've plateaued for this for a while, there's something blocking you. There's something that needs to be cleared. If there's an energy going up, for sure. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, some version of a Kundalini. Um, the other thing to look at is, does the personal I, Robin, appear sometimes? Yes. Okay. Do you know what turns her program on? Yes. Okay. Can, can you drop those triggers? Yes. Ah. That's work worth well, work well worth doing. Whatever turns her on, because it's the bandwidth thing. Mm -hmm. You need all of your capacity to go back. You can't stretch. You can't stretch very far back, if there's still a Robin appearing. Mm -hmm. Me, full on, me, mm -hmm. my, still appearing. It's really worth disconnecting from those. Disconnect, and you'll have the, the capacity to move back your, your center line, you know? Your midline mm -hmm. would be mm -hmm. further back, mm -hmm. out of the movie. Mm -hmm. You yes. see? You see? Okay, so, so you get good gaps of no subject object, no duality. Yes. Yeah, that's the non dual thing. It'll be good. If it works, great. If it doesn't, every path is different, as I say. It would be good to, to let that establish so that there is absolutely no subject-object. Sometimes you're aware of it and sometimes you're not aware of it, but subject-object just dissolves. You'll be not aware of it. You'll only be aware of it after, you know? You know, the way, you know how it is. And you're only aware of it after you That's come right. back out of it. That's right. Know? That's right. Because then there's somebody there who notices that you weren't there, you know? It's yes. beauty, isn't it? But it's yes. how it works. Yes. Okay. So, so, so any time that Robin is there, that's when the work needs to happen. Yes. That needs to happen. It's quite likely that, that the disappearance of subject-object can't completely stabilize until the Robin character, until you've like a year of no Robin character appearing at all. And you only know after time passes. It's like, oh no, she could never appear again. It's like, arrogance, arrogance is going to grow there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't know, you don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. let, let some time pass. And it'll be interesting to see if there's a year or two years. Or three. And then she might rise up again. And it's like, ah, oh, there we go. There's another little residue of that to clear up. Now, 
when there's long periods of time without subject object then the pull of pure consciousness the pull to go back it's like it has more of you mm -hmm. you know there's yes. more of you yes. back there to like it can suck you back a vacuum comes for some. The energy might appear as a vacuum. If it turns from that spiral into a vacuum, happy days, let the vacuum have you. With the vacuum comes existential fear. Because you're, you're dying. You're, ah, we've got existential fear going on here. Just like you're describing what's happening before, and I'm like, oh my god, okay, pay attention, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so when there's energy there, it's quite likely you're, it's quite likely that the spiral. Once that, it's like okay, let's let's really sit with the spiral. Let's really sit with this. Is it a spiral today? Is it just energy? What's it doing? Give it space. Give it space to do its thing. Now, as I say, it's quite likely that the energy will turn into a vacuum, and the vacuum is there to dissolve it, it's like it's, it, the sensation with the vacuum is that it's, it's killing you it, that it's actually you're going to be destroyed you have nothing to cling to when the vacuum is full on nothing a lot of people get this sensation of a vacuum and um and it's not strong enough the vacuum comes and they can talk their way out of it when the vacuum happened to the jack character man i fought it i mean i fought it it was like oh no i'm supposed to surrender i'm supposed to surrender and it's like too much. I am clinging to anything. I cling to anything. I said, I cling to this. This was real. I cling to Jesus Christ and the cross because I was a Christian for a long time. I'll hang on to that. It's like, oh my God, that's just a thought as well. Oh my God, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. And you're just falling, falling, falling. You're being destroyed, annihilated, destroyed. Nothing to hang on to. And it's horrific. And you know you're being annihilated, that the, that the idea of you is being annihilated, completely destroyed. And it's very dramatic and traumatic. It might or it might not happen, but I just want to tip you off because if you've got that sensitivity to energy, it's quite likely that, that the energy will turn into a bit of a vacuum. For some people, there's a little bits of vacuum and that's all they get around the vacuum thing. And for some of us, it's like, whoa, full on, and it just destroys you. It spits you out the other end. A mess. <laughs> so uh, there's everyone I would think would be different. That For each, per each person, the vacuum lasts for... A particular amount of time you know when that process starts yeah yeah for me it was about about I think it was about 12 hours or 14 hours or something it lasted for me it was overnight yeah. <clears throat> yeah. and for some it's like two hours you know mm -hmm. so meanwhile I will uh, look for switches yeah really good advice you look for the switches yes. and you see the switch and don't get triggered you know yes you that's not difficult to do I mean yes they're quite clear yes yes because it's been a long time I mean what 12 12 years or so we, mm. we started on this path mm -hmm. of intense meditation and great. Uh, great started actually how you talked about with the uh, MVSR and then like you said, that's the first step. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a good intro. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It was very good. Okay. Desires. Where are you at, Where are you at with desires? I uh, recently, the biggest desire was dropped. 
Okay. And it was huge, a huge yeah. desire. So, and prior to that, I would say, um, oh, six months or so, another huge desire was dropped. Okay. And did not think that that would ever occur. Okay. Hey, hey, well done. Okay. Any left? Not compared to what was dropped, I can't, there's not a, I could not, no, no. All right, so is there anything left undone in this incarnation? Is there any experience that needs to be had? No. Is there anything, any issue unresolved with another person or situation? Something that you haven't made your peace with? That was done this year. Okay. So it's pretty clean, isn't it? Yes, compared to 12 years ago. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yes. Sure. I actually just wrote um, a very dear friend uh, stating it as you spoke that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And when you talked about the Sufi tradition, uh -huh. that the life needs to be yes. clean before... Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there'll always be a bit of avoidance or like, well, I couldn't manage it. Thank heaven for spirituality. And that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Some kind of avoidance. It's like, no, mm -hmm. it's, it's, life has got to be, yeah, yeah, that's how it works, piece mm -hmm. of cake. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. got to, that, and then it's got no potency over you, you know, no potency at all. So you can, you're free to go, you know, you're free to go. You've got to be free to go. If there's loose ends someplace, cut, 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 cut. Okay. All right. Yeah, a bucket list is very useful. Just, it's a very useful exercise to do a bucket list, you know? Because something is keeping you imagining that you're a separate... Something. Something is keeping the show going. So what is it, huh? Mm -hmm. Figure it out. Tidy up the loose ends, get closure. What needs to be undone? If what, what, what remaining desires have you? Just check it out, you know? It's a bit of investigative work, but it's well worth doing. It's well worth doing. And you know what mind is playing at, you know? Mm. Okay. All right. So I'd be interested to see what, what the landscape would look like if you have like six months or a year of Robin didn't get turned on at all. Mm. There was just no, no, the situations came and it was like a <laughs> flicker of like, ah, no, not going there. Until, until you don't even notice the flicker of the opportunity to turn on the Robin character. Make sense? Yes. Okay. That needs to happen. Do you have patience? Yes. Good. Yes. Good. Interesting, uh, how can I, sh I should maybe clarify that. With other people, patience is huge. Um, the last six months, there's been a shift 
there's more patience, I can only give it to you in a relative term. Uh, more like how I would move, like no patience to patience. So there's not a stillness patient all the time, but there's a maybe a misunderstanding patience that there's an acceptance of this. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And so if it's in your destiny that it's that seeing the truth isn't going to happen for 30 years, are you all right with that? I wasn't five years ago. All right. But now, would there be the patience for that? Better, yes. Almost, um, maybe because the desire for it there's not this grasping, so yes. Good, good. Yeah, and let it have you, huh? Mm. Mm. If it's supposed to. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, you kind of have to let it have you, you know, because it's it brings you to your knees. You can't do anything about it except let it have you, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, this you can do things for a long time, and as as long as there is a little bit of the the personal eye still appearing, you can still do something because there's a you there to do something, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then and then the tools you use are more subtle, they're more refined. They're not so ego-based. I need to drop the personal eye, you know? Right. The eye can do that. The eye can do that. And then the eye itself drops. You see? I do. And then, and then the, the, the vigilance is just more subtle. It's more refined. You know, it's working with that energy. It's... It's pulling back even more, you know. It'll roll right along, but, but you've got to switch off wherever the Robin character is still appearing. There can be no hooks, no triggers at all. And work with that energy, huh? Mm -hmm. Work with that spiral. Really sit with it and see what it wants to do. Okay. Can I ask one more? Of course. Um, there's also a um, falling. Yeah. Falling. Uh-huh. Um, usually occurs, uh, even if I only sit for five minutes, there's a, look, this morning. Yeah. Uh, how is that different than the energy? Because you falling is one thing, but something moving okay. upwards or pulling or pushing is okay. different. Okay, so maybe I didn't describe it right. The falling, it's not me falling. There's a there's the sensation of dropping. Okay. Maybe falling wasn't the right term. Okay. Okay, I can get a feel of it now. Is there ever a landing? No, it's a dispersion. It's a dispersion, exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Let that happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's often a precursor to the... Or a replacement for the, the suction thing. The vacuum. So, uh, your suction lasted a certain time. Is it possible to for one to drop in, drop, mm. and then there's the Robin character. Mm. So there's a back and forth. That's what it feels like yeah. now. Yeah. So patience and unfolding. I, I initially came up to ask um, what we started out talking, how to, mm. You know, so at each stage, there's, you know, at MBSR stage, there's things to do, and yes. I'm guessing that more would be revealed at a certain. Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the back and forth. Number one. Number two, sit with that energy and allow the falling to happen. Sure, and find where that spiral rising energy is. So that's going prior to your subject object. Just drift prior to it. Meditation's a perfect place to do this. Mm -hmm. Sit and go like, okay, subject object, okay, it's dissolved, it's gone. Prior to that, see what happens. And if it rises up against spiral, it's like, okay, off we go, off we go. Let's see what this wants to do and let it go. But your key word is prior. Whatever state you're in, go prior to that. That's helpful. Mm, that's your keyword because that's pointer it's a pointer and it, it shifts it shifts your neurology the way we want it to go to you know mm -hmm. thank you sure you're welcome can I just ask a general question I'm obviously not as far along into this as a lot of people when you talk about the switches that turn off and on your character yeah what are some examples so so well okay in the in the in the beginning you get the character is on all the time and you don't even know it's on because it's just yourself and life and what's she talking about mm -hmm. and then you have an odd glimpse of like whoa spiritual experience we call it mm -hmm. so that's when there's mostly the character is on and we've got little little glimpses spiritual experiences of where there's no you now we get more and more spiritual experiences, so much so that the spiritual experience, that space or expansiveness or openness or whatever the sensation was that stays for a little bit after a spiritual experience, that becomes the norm. That becomes the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. And the character gets, you, you go back and forth, as Robin said, you go into the character and, and oh my God, that's me. And, and that sense of spaciousness or peace or inner stillness is gone. It flips over. It flips over. Does that make sense? So anything that's keeping you from having peace is a switch? Or a keeping you. Uh, it's more about the you. You. When, so when, would you like to come up? <laughs> yeah, come on, because this is a bit of a dialogue, and I prefer the audio to catch it. Thanks. Okay. I guess I don't... 
know how to express yet without the I and the me and the Yeah, me. sure. But I'm still going to just double check because we, we have to kind of weave our way through the language in case it's hiding something, you know? So when you, when you say me feeling peace or me being at peace, is it like that there's peace happening or is there, oh God, I feel lovely and peaceful? Which one is it? It would be like nothing happening. Nothing happening. All right. No mind spinning in circles, no stressors, no just nothing happening. And, okay. Yes, okay. And is there a me there who's enjoying it? At this point, I don't... I, I'm, I haven't learned to separate yeah. me from consciousness, yes. so it's yes. hard to say. Yes. Okay. How would, how would, uh, this is what to watch for. When there's peace and there's like, oh, gosh, it's really peaceful, it'll probably be gone then. Yeah. Do you know? Because it's like, oh, I'd like more of that. But the moment a desire comes in, it's definitely gone. Definitely gone. It's like, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Hold on a minute. Hold on, I was breathing like this, was I? What was I doing? <laughs> you know, and we go off into our head and it's like, this is me trying to control and me trying to feel more peace. It's like it happens organically. It's just happening. As you say, it's, it's perfect. You're onto it all right. I just want to kind of refine it a bit. So yeah, peace happens. Calmness happens. There might be like an observer of it and it stays there. But the second you try to grasp it, it'll go. So the one who comes in and tries to control it, that's the I am identified with being the character. Now we're in trouble. Now we've got her playing again. Now she's switched on. When she's not there, the natural flow of life happens. And it can still be a car crash and it can still be a natural flow of life. Or a bag gets stolen or, and it's still actually Actually, it's just fine. Just still, like, like a mouse appearing in Connie's bed one morning, and instead of throwing a loop, it was just like, oh, my cat brought in a dead mouse. Okay, picked up the dead mouse and put it away. And you know, your natural reaction if you wake up in the morning and you're looking at a dead mouse is kind of like, whoa, you know, until you get your faculties together. But that kind of like, oh, okay. So things happen, and there's a, a dealing with the situation without drama, no drama. Whereas the eye will love drama. That's that's a way to recognize it. Okay. Okay, mm -hmm. so the I, the I is me, my thoughts, is always ownership. You're always owning something. My opinion, mm -hmm. my desire, mm -hmm. what I want, how it should be. It's got that, you've got to recognize that smelly stuff. How it should be instead of how it is. Yes, okay. yes, there'll be judgment in the I because the I has the perfect solution for the whole world. Sure, we all know how, <laughs> how to fix world politics and save the planet and, you know, can you imagine? Like, really? We can't even manage ourselves, you know, but of course we've got the right answer for everything else. That's how mind works, you know? You know? Okay. Okay? Okay, thank you. Let's have a stretch, a cup of water, tea, whatever. So I'd love to hear from those who won't be here tomorrow. Oh, you won't be here. Yeah. You won't be here tomorrow. And do, would you like to come up? One more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Anybody else? Who? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs>
Hi there. I'm Jack. Hi, with Jack. a K at the end. With a K. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought I'd infuse some male energy before the day was over. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I knew that would be. Um, actually, I've been trying. I've been thinking about a way to kind of frame this question since last night, but and a lot of what's happened is as people have come up, they've answered some of it, but I still, well, I'll just, I'll just ask it and then we'll go from there, I guess. Sure. A little background. Um, I spent, I spent seven years um, researching and writing a book uh, about something your, that was certainly part of your journey, ghosts mm -hmm. um, and paranormal life after death. And then I've spent the last four years um, doing a documentary about something similar to that, you know, parano paranormal spirit, in this paranormal spiritual realm. And I, my question is, I'm a writer and I'm a documentarian, so I tell stories, I'm telling stories. Yes. It's what I'm doing with my life. Yes. Um, and so I guess, my, and I've had some very profound experiences during that time. I feel like I've been on a spiritual journey. I've been on an intellectual journey, obtaining knowledge. But is there, is there any, I feel like that's my sense of purpose, but is my sense of purpose, it's all for me, it's I, it's the character. So I guess my question is, is there any validity in that? Is there any, is there, a, should we have a sense of purpose from that standpoint to either share or grow spiritually? I mean, I guess I'm a little confused, I'm new to this. So I, I, I was a little confused by that. It's like I've spent so much time trying to obtain knowledge yes. and share knowledge, yes. but it's intellectual, it's the mind. Yes, it's the mind. So even though I've had some profound spiritual experiences mm. while doing that, mm. Mm. I guess that's my question. Is it, is yes. it worth, a sense of purpose yes. is you hear it, every human being should have a sense of purpose. That's the most important thing for a human being. But then I'm you know, thinking, well, maybe not, maybe I guess that's my question to you. Yes, then. maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> would you be all right, would the Jack character be all right without purpose? I've been so programmed for so long to have a sense of purpose. All right. Uh, and I, I was raised to have a sense of purpose. Okay. Education and okay. accomplishing things and doing things. But I, I feel like I'm coming from the right place because of what I'm trying to do. Yes, you've used it well. Um, but yet yes. it's still about me. Yes. And it's, it's probably part ego. It's certainly intellectual sure. to a large extent. Sure. So uh, I think I would be okay, but I would have to really, I would have to get in. That would take me a while probably. Okay. It's interesting that you've identified that, that the sense of purpose was conditioned. You were raised with that. It wasn't organic. It came from the outside. That's what you're telling me, isn't it? Yes. Therefore... It's a man-made idea, huh? Yes. You see? So, then what is organically moving doesn't need a sense of purpose. But, but we imagine that it give us some sense of satisfaction because I found my purpose. And that'll work for a while, you know. And, but right. most of us, you know, change lots of times, change jobs lots of times through life. And what's that? Like, we've, our purpose is, what, what are we going to say? This ought to be a parent. You know, it's like... Something that's more stable because you change careers so many times, and it's like it's if you really look at it, it's like sense of purpose is just another an, another thing, you know. It's like calling in abundance or 
you know, how to have perfect health or it's just another one of these <clears throat> things to, to guide people to live in a certain way and to sell books. Right. You know? But I think what does feel organic to me, and I might be wrong, that's just the way, the way I feel is what's organic is the experience of it. Of purpose? Of, of what I'm doing. Of, of what, what I'm, you're doing. Of the experiences I'm having because of what I'm doing. Yeah. So in other words, okay. for example, mm -hmm. if I am in a place and I'm researching something and I have a paranormal experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or I'm interviewing someone who has had a paranormal, and they are yeah. so sincere, and they're crying, and they're and I, yeah. and you know, you you have these profound experiences. Yeah. That's what I feel is organic in a way. Yeah. I feel that that's yes, 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 yes. So your mind can say it's because of my sense of purpose that, that I took that route, but I guarantee you, you'd have taken that route anyway. You'd have taken that route anyway to have the experiences that you needed to have. That's for sure. Yes. So purpose can be there or not be there. It really doesn't matter. You'll end up still doing the same thing mm -hmm. because you can, there's a pull to it. You can feel the organic movement towards it. You know there's growth and there's learning happening. And I do feel that. And you yeah. do feel that. I can tell it from you. One of the most fantastic gifts spiritually for, for this kind of spiritual work that, that the whole ghost and paranormal sector can give us is it breaks down the limits of our thinking. It's the biggest gift it gives. Is it's like what you think is real, you know what? There's a lot more. And what's invisible? Hey heck, it could be anything. And so the limits start to break down. Right. That's what's fantastic about the paranormal. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? It can get completely wacky and it's totally authentic. And I'm okay with it. Because Okay, so what's happening is that mind is getting unlimited, 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 unlimited. Right. That's the gift, the yeah. real gift. And then, of course, experiences, you know, because right. it's exposing you to things. But the real gift is that it breaks down limits of what we think is real and not real. What can exist, what can, that's the gem. You see? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, so for the character, sure, the sense of purpose was there and, and, and served to throw in terms of kind of confirming that your direction was right. But at another level, the purpose isn't needed at all. So it's okay to have both. Say, yeah, this, your own Jack character, the Jack with a K character. <laughs> the Jack character, yeah, okay. It's his sense of purpose. He likes a sense of purpose. Fine. But what you really are, you know, the organic movement doesn't give a rattling hoot about, about purpose. That it's just, it's just experiencing and getting richer because of it and learning because of it. That's the one we want to nourish. That's the one. But if the Jack character needs something else, that's fine. We'll give him what he needs. The organic movement, that's the one. That's... Because when the person investment in being the Jack character drops off and the truth is seen and you know you're not him, that, that's just a character, a facade in order to make experiencing possible. Once you know you're not him, there is only that organic movement living the life it is, doing the research, making the documentaries, doing its thing. It'll still do the same thing you'll find. Okay. You know, it'll just be a little bit looser about it. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit looser. Right. You know? That makes a lot of sense. That definitely answered Good. Thank Good. you. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. that. Very welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Very welcome. Sure. Well, nervous.
nervous. I'm not sure where this is going to go. Uh, my name's Janice. Hi, Janice. Nice to meet you. Um, there were questions, and they're gone. And listening to Robin speak um, brought back a memory from years ago. I was walking through the parking lot, grocery store, and there was a, a very deep awareness that uh, it was more than that separation with the watcher. Um, there was something else walking the body, moving the body. Aha! Uh -huh. And a couple weeks ago, I was looking at the hand, and it's like, is that, that's, that's, what is that? And then the mind's like, that's your hand. I'm like, I haven't sat and meditated maybe a dozen times in the last five years. And sitting this morning, when you just did the short introduction, it was just like, boom. And um, I don't know how long I sat there like that. Um, and you spoke of the inhalation, and inhalation. Yeah. And I read your about page last night, you know, after I made the decision to come a week or two ago. Yeah. And I read that word, and there is this fear. There's an attachment. There's a desire for security. Not just in the awakening process, as I'm sitting here, I can see how it's affected all different parts of the character Janice's life and different things. So, um, is there some way you can help me unravel? Because there's been how many times with the kundalini it still happens at night in bed mm. there's an expansiveness and there's an everything and nothing there's mm. in the past there's been the dropping and dispersing there's been the pulling back I mean this body's very 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 sensitive That's to different. energy yeah, yeah. Um, felt a lot of when people come up here trying to discern what's mine and what's them okay so that's how sensitive it is yes and Still, it's amazing, um, after the 12 years and something that occurred five, four and a half years ago with our meditation group, there's still that strong, strong desire to um, let that occur. And then there's that deep sense of fear, that attachment to the security. Oh, no, 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 like you said, you fought it tooth and nail. And recently, um, there's a sense that with fighting that and, and glomming on to what I do in this life and my career, physically, it's killing me. There's a deep sensing of that. And if I don't follow whatever my true path is, it's been trying to come through, I sense that there could be a physical annihilation, not just yeah. what you spoke of. Um, so. What is your work currently? I'm a chiropractor, mm. and I was very drawn to energy work, uh, Peruvian, the Laika tradition, the shaman. And I took, uh, what's today, 2014, I think it was a couple of years ago, I took a course. And it's funny, um, years ago I picked up a book, thought it was weird, but a year and a half later I picked it up again, and I was like, I felt like I was remembering stuff. At a very deep level, and there's a, uh, you know, Janice is like, well, what are people gonna think, and how do I switch over, and how do I integrate this? There's this whole I can give you a thousand excuses why I'm not doing it, and it's all crap. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I don't know that at a deep enough level to let it go 
and follow that path because when I'm working on people now as a chiropractor, the clinical part, oftentimes Janice isn't doing, it's just occurring. Okay. It's the paperwork and the regulations and all this other stuff over here, that's very, very stressful. When Janice is doing the energy work, there's, it's so completely different. Um, I think you asked somebody before about if there was joy or if there was enjoyment. And um, it's, it's just different. It just, it flows. And it's not that I'm enjoying it or Janice is enjoying it, but I, I don't know. There's just um, a deeper sense of impacting someone's life at a very deep level powerfully, helping them remove those blockages. Um, it so just feels do, so natural. You, you do energy work as part, you weave it into the chiropractic? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a whole nother system, for lack of a better term, or yes. way of doing the energy work that would be separate, that would require more time or space than yes. what is allowed in the way I'm practicing now. Yes. And I sense that it's that that security, security for awakening, for doing energy work, for being in an intimate relationship, for anything. But then those, you know, the desire I've noticed, you were asking Robin, somebody asked me last night, there used to be a very strong desire and attachment to wanting an intimate relationship with a man, um, again. And uh, I just sat there, I was like, you know, it's not that strong I, I could do without I don't have to have it and I was kind of lost because uh -huh. I that I've never yeah experienced that before in yeah. this lifetime so yeah that was very interesting yeah great mm. yeah, because then if something happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't right. Oh, right. looseness when a desire drops <coughs> so I don't know if there's It's funny, you know, you say B, and I say, what do I do? Well, B, but how do I unravel it? Because it's been a struggle for about four and a half years now. Yeah. And it's been pretty yeah. intense. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm not much into being, mind you, I'm afraid, but. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> That's a lovely phone ring, actually. <laughs> It's a nice one. <laughs> it's like a lullaby. I just gonna say it's a lullaby. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. Hmm. There's something about your work that's too dense for you. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Something about it that's not. It's not supporting you. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Let's look at the fear thing first. Um, do you have to work financially? Or? Yeah. Okay. All right. Is it possible to do training in something else while you're doing this work? Probably. I don't know. I don't know how to divvy it up. That's the other senses. There's so much sense of overwhelm of what needs to be done over here with the practice and supporting myself and responsibilities, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. How would I start to step into doing the energy work? Where, 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 how would that occur? You know, you don't, in this plane, you only have so many hours a day, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. So um, 
I don't know. I don't know how that would look. Okay, you might need to know how it would look. It feels like there's a contraction around your current work. So I'm kind of poking holes to see, okay, where, where was it loose enough so that we can say, you know what, let's just open the door. Mm -hmm. Let's just open the door. Because feeling trapped by it is, is adding to the, the, the fear and the contraction because your system is trying to expand. Mm -hmm. And the work has you, has you bound. And it's like, it's like your wings are roped around your torso. That's exactly what it feels You're like roped in and it's like, hold on girl, hold on a minute. Like, there, there's a way around this. We have to loosen it somewhere, mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, yeah, you're totally trapped. But practically, logistically, you've, you've got to eat, you know. So it's like saying, yeah, yeah, no, drop it and you'll be fine and trust that mm -hmm. something will provide. And it's like, you know, it mightn't. You might be left homeless actually in somebody's sofa for months. You might, mm -hmm. been there, you know, like, <laughs> so, you know, so, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> the willingness to, to allow further education, just, just allow that, whether it's, whether it's hanging out with a shaman for a couple of months in Bolivia, or whether it's actually something formal that you actually start to, to do to add on to your current work so that you can make the shift. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Let it all be loose. But there needs to be like an openness in your energy field to see what can come in, to let something come in. It might get a little bit hairy for a while, but I don't think it'll get hairy for long. You, you know, as in balancing the two. Mm -hmm. It's more that it's something's trying to come in, but you're actually not seeing it because of the contraction that this current work has, has you in such a bind, mm -hmm. has you in such a contraction that you're actually not seeing what's something that's actually coming into you. Mm -hmm. Do you know? I definitely feel that resonates very deeply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so if there's that, like, wake up in the morning, it's like, hey, you know, Whatever, consciousness, pure consciousness, whatever you want this Janus form to do, you know, bring it on in a way that accommodates human life here. You know, the Janus character needs support. Just, just build that in, please. You know, mm -hmm. that's your morning prayer. It's like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Great. Something like that. Just literally to change your thinking. Mm -hmm. So that instead of from the contraction, we're like, okay, it's much wider. Where can it go? Totally wide. Because if you start thinking, well, maybe I could do that to balance. If you start choosing, you're going to make a mess of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's about you being wide open, mm -hmm. wide open. That's the lesson in, in that part. And something will come. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so the fear thing, the fear of safety, this is an isolated incident that's hobby horsing along the work scenario. Mm -hmm. I, I really want to separate them, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, the fear of annihilation or the fear of no security or poverty or whatever it is, you've got to unpack this. You've got to unpack this because fear is just an idea. Mm -hmm. Solitude is an idea. And if we give it potency and we give it colors and pictures and names and places and stuff, whoa, then it's become real. And lo and behold, now, now, now we've got a, a bind with this fear energy that's running through. Mm -hmm. And it's going to block your energy with everything because it comes in like a filter. Whoa, I am fearful. I've identified it being the one who has fear. Okay, now, you, now it's yours. Now it's fully yours. And now you've got to do something to go into the story to pull it apart, mm -hmm. you see? So depending on what layer it is, whether you, go, you, you do some work to see, okay, where did I learn fear first anyway? Where did that frequency start? Mm -hmm. And see if you can find that. Mm -hmm. You'll probably find it at birth. Mm -hmm. We actually, um, there was some energy work done that went to past lives also. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And more than one past life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But still there's fear? Well... 
That's a good question. Um, the question that comes up is, well, what happens after the annihilation and what? Yes. Like, how do I, and survive sounds like a really extreme word, but how do I go on? I mean, the eye doesn't. Mm -hmm. The eye doesn't go on. Mm -hmm. But what you really are, which is driving the boat anyway or driving the car anyway all the time, mm -hmm. will just continue. There won't be the superimposition of a personal eye in being in charge. This idea, superimposed, falls off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my God, I was never deciding anything anyway. Mm -hmm. I was never. I was like picking up the, picking up the, the hint of, of what consciousness was doing through this form and making it my decision. Mm -hmm. My, as if I had control over any of it. You see? Mm -hmm. So what's what's coming right now is it's there's that consciousness and then there's Janice and she's got all these ideas, she's been struggling so much and that's what's creating that contraction and that yes. yeah. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Because there's been a paying of attention to the Janice character and her ideas mm -hmm. and underneath has been the movement of what's really going on all the time and it's not bothered by any of this. But your your attention is up in the Janice story. Mm -hmm. Instead of trusting the organic movement, mm -hmm. do you know? Mm -hmm. Trust yourself. You know, let the Janus character trust the Janus character. You're like the hundredth person to say that to me. <laughs> Time to listen, then. What's the Pay heed. Work on that. Work on that. And say, okay, we're going to just trust, just trust life today or let the Janus character trust herself to live well. Just build up trust. Build it. Consciously, build it up. There's a few parts of the Janus character that need to come together before she's annihilated. Otherwise, you know? <laughs> it's Put her together, then we'll just blow her to pieces. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Put her together first. Because otherwise the blowing will be too painful. It'll be violent. There'll be bits of you, bits of you. You know? And, and let's do it properly. <laughs> yeah, put her together a bit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. See through fear. See what it is. See the story of it and say, okay, that story might or might not happen. Right now, have I enough? Okay, right now, what am I doing? It's like, okay, we'll focus on that. The rest of it is in my head. If you can really see that fear is, is just a creation of your own mind and a bad habit. For other people, it's in there, in their gut, before they even know what it's about. But for you, it's all in your head. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's, what, that's where you have to go over. There's a bit of mind management there. It's like, no, I'm not entertaining that thought anymore, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And if you can cut your cord with that habit mm -hmm. of generating fear, that would be great. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is habit. A lot of it. And you might find some more from the past, but a lot of it has happened. Mm -hmm. So you've got a few things to tidy up, you know? Mm -hmm. Spread your wings a bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Even if you're just energetically open your wings every now and then, just take up more space. Take up more space. See what happens, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you shrink your space sometimes? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. Is it only at work or do it outside of work? Um, mostly at work. Um, this is funny. 
uh, have a, a young dog now, and it just has, there's so much joy playing with her and training with her and being out in nature. It sounds like the simplest thing, but it has really helped my energy shift in the last four to six weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Nature is fantastic. Whether it's an animal, a bird, a mm -hmm. tree, a, a flower, it's fantastic. It has that resonance. It doesn't yeah. have the ego on top of it, you I see? It doesn't have that on top of it, contaminating the natural movement. So it, it resonates. It makes us resonate with that natural mm -hmm. movement, you know? Yeah. So there's more expansiveness in those moments. Great. Than as much as you can expand, do. Mm -hmm. Just as much as you can expand. Yeah, get your system... Allow your system to take up the space. It's like, do you know what the picture is? It's like you have this enormous circumference and then you, and, and there's all this empty space because you've got yourself with a, a rope around you, mm -hmm. tying in your wings. And it's like, yeah, okay, you, you actually were assigned all this space, Janice, but you're just, you know, you're in this capsule, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So you can do a lot to stretch. It might ruffle a few feathers at work, but you know what? They get over it. It's all right. You know, the system might go a bit awry for a while or might get a bit sloppy, but it, it'll only get sloppy. Mm -hmm. it, that's all. It'll just get sloppy, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have a few isolated things to tidy up there. Anything feel unanswered or un... Is there anything else? Sure, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Okay, do you need to come up? Come on, one quickie. Is everybody else okay then? Alright. You need to come up? Yeah. Real quickie? Alright, we're going to go turbo fast. Okay. Sorry folks, because it's five o'clock, or two minutes to five or something. Okay. We'll, we'll keep going. Alright. Since I was the first one, I was so elementary now that I'm seeing what, what you're talking about. Don't worry, there's space for all of it. Oh, man. It's all, look, it's all the play of Maya, all of it, from the most further point of liberation right down to, like, I have to leave my marriage. It doesn't matter. It's, it's all the same spectrum. It's all consciousness playing. And it's only a spiritual ego that will say, I want the deep stuff and I don't want that stuff. And it's like... Mm -hmm. You and you want you want the deep stuff. You want a friggin' ice cream. You know. I mean? yeah. <laughs> same, same. You know. So don't worry. Okay. Well, um, I just you know I feel like I thought that I was a spiritual person until I hear all this, and I'm thinking I don't think I'm a spiritual person at all. Okay. And so I wanted to know like. You're saying, you know, these glimpses of spirituality, and I thought I had them, but uh -huh. now I feel like I don't, you know? Okay. Don't, I'm, I'm thinking, well, I've always been sort of overconfident, you know, because my mother said I can do anything, and I can feel like I can do anything. Yeah, you know? sure. But now I'm just thinking, wow, I don't think, I, I don't think. So my question is, how am I going to do this being married, you know? What's marriage got to do with it? Well, I just don't see how I can. Uh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know. I don't know how to sort of go forward in my spiritual journey. 
So, first of all, it's a journey inside. So whether your husband goes inside for himself or doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's, it's a journey inside. It's you going home. <clears throat> Do you have devotion? Have you been devoted to God or to some... Absolutely. All right, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Continue with devotion. Mm. Let that be your... That is your path. Mm-hmm. And let it... Let it develop more. See, see if... Let, let it grow. Let your, your heart explode with it. Um, and... If it, what, what, what's the devotion to? Is it God? Is it Jesus? Is it it's God? Okay. And the, he calls it the impersonal because his is Krishna. And okay. mine is impersonal because it's not, you know, yes. it's just God. It's just everything, God. Everything, everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Is God in you or is it a possibility yeah. that you are God? Both. Okay. God in you is the dualistic perspective. That'll keep the personal eye alive. The God in me. God in you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. God in you, that's two. There's God and you. God is in you. That's dualistic. That, that, that will have to break down. I'm just indicating it, saying... I, I'm not saying just bin it because Jack said it's dualistic. It's like, no, no, al- but allow I mean, how do you break that down? Itself. How do you break that down? I don't you, have to, you have to figure out, is it possible that what you are is God? Mm. Is that possible? Not in this marriage. It's What's like, the marriage got to do with that? I don't know. It's just like when I say that, he says, "You're not God." Maybe this is between you and God. Yeah. We have a running commentary here in the corner. Sorry. Hang on, just a minute. So you understand what I'm saying, though? Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I do. Do you have to share this part of your journey with him? No. The relationship can stay the same, but this part of your journey is for you to explore. When you're exploring it, if you find yourself in a situation of where you need to validate it or justify it or explain it, you won't be able. It's like you leak too much out. We had that earlier. It's like you leak. And it's, it's, not that, it's just at a certain point going, it's like going to sleep alone. You have to go to sleep alone. You can go to bed with your husband, but you can actually go to sleep alone. It's like that. You're on a spiritual path with your husband, but going in, you have to go alone. Hmm. Do you know? And it's fine. It's, it, it, it's fine. I'm, I'm, you know, you can still walk spiritually and have different paths. It's fine. But, but to I know it's fine. Yeah. I just don't know how to do it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand how to do it. Understand. Okay. <clears throat> Do you need to tell him every step that you take spiritually? No. Then that would be better. And see how you get on with that. And review it in like six months or Christmas. You know, review it and say, okay, 
there's a lot of discoveries I've had and I haven't sh shared with him. Has that impacted the relationship? How is this? And see how it feels, you know? So that you're in charge of that. Give, if you give yourself a deadline, it's a good way to like stick it in your schedule or something, you know? I'm going to review what it's like for me going within and not sharing it with my husband. Okay. Okay? So that you can kind of let it rip. Go in and, and totally go in alone. Mm -hmm. and see what your experiences when are. I was, uh, when I was alone, after my husband passed, before this one, I was doing a lot of writing, journaling. Yeah. It was so beautiful. It was yeah. so wonderful. Now I haven't done it in years. Oh, you know? buy yourself a copy. No, I have them. I have them. Yeah, know, I have yeah. everything. Start journaling again, huh? Yeah. Yeah, start journaling again. Let the devotion expand. And figure out if God is in you, or if... What you are is God. And the language is kind of important. Okay, just describe it to me one more time then. You see, if, if you say, I am God, it's like God is in me or I am God. That's not what I'm saying. God in me is dualistic and I am God is dualistic as well. Because the I shifts from I am a woman to being God. It's like, all you've done is switched identity. We still have identity. We still have me, my. I'm just God now. We've just traded names, labels. It's not what it is. But what you really are, your mind doesn't have a clue. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but it's known. But it's known. Yes, yes. It's known yes. without words. Without yes, okay. It's known. That gives me a little confidence right there, what you're just All saying. Right. I understand. All right, great. So what you are, is that God? Figure that out. Is your impersonal God the same essence of, of that, that which you resonate with? Yes. Is that the same yes. thing? It's the same thing? Yeah. Ha! Huh. All right. I don't have to explain it to anybody then. You're <laughs> right there, girl. You're right there. That's the same thing. Okay. That's for you to discover. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got to come up. Okay, it's six minutes past just in case anybody is. Thank you. No worries. I had a question when you spoke to someone over here and you said, she can look at the cat bringing the mouse in and just see the mouse and not get into a, mm, a reaction or something mm. like that. Mm. I don't know whether I'm that reactive or not because I think that I keep my emotions down, but those that know me, I might be more expressive to people if, if you know me. So here's a story that's going on in my life right now. Um, my husband just had a diagnosed with cancer and they did a tracheostomy and a feeding tube. Yeah. And it's like, on one level, it's like, well, how could this be occurring? And there's, this is what's occurring. Yes. So there was a thought of, oh, I can never, I don't know what I'm going to do when he comes home with this. Yes. Breath. Yes. This sound or something. So there's that mind. When he when I saw him, it was like, he's my husband. Yes. It's like, hi. Yes. There, it, it was, let me help you clean it. Let me, I was, I'm all over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, just, I mean, yeah, I can't keep my hands off of it. I mean, it's like, you know, we're learning about this feeding tube. So yes. all these preconditioned thoughts. So mm. how does that fit in with the mouse? It's like, um... Okay, so the other night he's 
basically choking and I haven't like learned my skill level yet and so it was like ah okay. this came up to just scream <gasps> was I in reaction or was I was this thing just this energy was just whoa it was big I mean you know wow. I mean here's this man that I love and yes. I felt mm. so it passed yes. <laughs> and then um I mean, so there's no question. It's just I'm just like there's this whole movement. It's all new. It's yes. Um, what came out is this incredible love. Yes. Of uh, for with me too. It's like I don't know. It's just this. It's not just love of him. It's used to it was out. The love was out for other people, let me do for you, let me do for Aww. you. And now there's, um, how do you eat in front of somebody that can't have a yeah. bacon and eggs? Yeah. Well, it's been a few couple of weeks here, but uh, you do. And it's a little tough um, noticing it, but it's, it's the little steps, but I'm doing it. Good for you. I already even know. They said, gee, I noticed that you're not eating as much prescribed food as they said that you could. Do you not like the food or you do, would you like to talk about it? That came up to say, rather than come home and go, well, I've counted 20 cans here and there's still 20 here. Yeah, you know? okay, okay. Um, it just seemed like the appropriate thing to say. So what happens the next day was I come home and he's got can number one empty, can number two. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it seemed like that was the thing to say. Yes. Was to. Yes. Huh. But there's all this like, oh, you know, should I, not should I, but I think, I guess I question sometimes, like, am I reacting to the mouse? Am I, you know, am I being in the eye? It's freaking crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. It's unbelievable. It's wow. Do you think you're in a bit of shock? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Probably. Yeah. I wonder. Is there a scared to death? Yeah. Is there some kind of a? Um, it's like. I might be wrong. Well, of course, I could be wrong all the time. But sure, I'd say it anyway. Um, <laughs> It's like some natural loving flow has come in and it's almost like it's carrying you through this phase while you kind of accept how different your life is now and is going to be. Do you know? And I'm just concerned for the woman who, 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 is, who is able to lovingly just, whoa, her heart is open and she's just serving and, and making this smooth as she possibly can. And that's a natural movement, no? That's something organic. You can see you're just observing it rising up. And it's almost like it's arisen up just to give you space for you to, to, to kind of come to terms with it yourself. And to, you know, to get a handle on, okay, this is how life is. What, what, what else does it mean? How else is it going to impact on things? Do you know? Have, um, have, you, have you had a chance to, like, get angry about it? Or have you had norm, the other normal reactions that people could have when, when something big has changed at home like this? 
Yeah, I have these bouts that where all of a sudden this anger comes up. Like, you know, in the middle of today in the hall, I just grabbed the, my, you know, the girl, my other yeah. co-worker, and just yeah. went, ah! You know, yeah, yeah. And, just, and, and just stuff like that. It just comes up for a second. Okay. It's not this great, like a... All right, yeah, great. They, they, and I you feel can give it space. Do, yeah. Excellent. All right, okay. Or a cheer, or... Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Or that kind of thing. So great. As long as... As long as the, the the woman's reactions are being given space. Okay, that's I guess what I'm wanting that affirmation is because it's like, well, am I just freaking out because there's a match? You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I freaking out because there's this life thing going on. Yeah. For somebody else, they may not have to yell at, scream at the mouse, but for me, it feels like. Yeah. I have to let that energy through. You have to let that energy through. Okay. You have to let yeah. that honor it. Absolutely, you have to. Don't judge it at all. Let it come, let it come. And it might, it might be six months of it, of just a spurt here and a spurt there, or, you know, really whacking your hit, fist off a wall. Or, yeah. And, you know, this yeah. kind of thing. Just, it's coming in spurts. Great. Give yourself a good bit of space for that. But isn't it beautiful that something is kicking in that's, you know, you can see the woman having her adjusting phase, and then you can see that this beautiful love is, is, is taking over. Yeah. Is making it happen. Yeah. You know? And you can manage both, you know? You can see both, rather. Can't you? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much just blown away, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sure, sure. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Great. Okay, let's call it a day.